Today's daf is daf Samach Dalid. We are holding on Samach Gimel on the Bays, about 13 lines from the top of the Ahmed, beginning with the words Itmar. Okay, so we're continuing with this discussion of if a person uses the word Holech, he tells uh, an agent, Holech, is the, if there's the focus on Holech is take it and, uh, and you'll be a shliach laholacha, means she will not be megoreshes until it, she receives it, right? Or is holech imply and zechi, take it and acquire it. So in the case of a get, if she had previously made this guy into shliach lekabola, and he says holech, then he's actually confirming, I'm, I'm okay with you being a shliach lekabola, holech kishi, take it, and then she'll be megoreshes right away. But if he's actually making just a shliach lekabola, it overrides the fact that the isha tends to be a shliach lekabola. There was a discussion that we talked about yesterday. So let's take a look. Itmar was stated. Usually an itmar sugya involves machlokas amoroyim. His So the woman said to this fellow, to the shliach, she said to her, I want you to become a shliach of Kabbalah. I'm telling you, go to my husband. He wants to divorce me. Accept it on my behalf, and I'll be Mugoreshus right away. The Ishtacha Amro, his Giti, and the shliach said the right thing. The shliach went to the husband and said, Your wife made me a shliach of Kabbalah. But what the husband said, holach, and give it to her. That's our, our question we're dealing with right now. What did the husband mean when he said holach v'seimla? Again, l'chorah. If it just means holach v'seimla, then he's reaffirming, and then it's shulach above. But if he means to make him into shulach v'olacha, it overrides her making shulach v'kabola. And it won't be m'goreshes until it gets to her hand. Right? So, amarav, abba, amarav, huna, amarav. He says, over here, is that what happens is, that uh, he has, there's, there's two possibilities. There's a possibility that could be the shliach of the wife. If the shliach of the wife, that would make him a shliach l'kabbalah. But there's a possibility that it might be the shliach of the, of the husband. Now, these are mutually exclusive. Because the results are different. Because if, he's a shluch, if we view him as a shliach of the wife, and it has not been overridden by the husband, she's Mugoreshes right away. Whereas if the shliach, the possibility that he made him a shliach of the husband, then it overrides, and it would only be Mugoreshes when she receives it. So therefore, and therefore, what does Rab say? The, the choletzes, and you need chalitza. Now let me just speak out what that means. That means like this, is that let's say this uh, husband had no children with the woman. He had no children with the woman, and such a get was given, where she said, and he said to, and, 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 and the husband said, to and then the husband dies before the shliach got back to her. Because if the, if, uh, if the shliach already got back to the isha and gave her the get, Memonashach, either way she's the Gereshes. But what happened is the husband died before the shliach got back to the isha. And then, so we, and then we're going to see is that Ram really is not sure. Do we say holach is keschi or not keschi? Which casts a 
doubt on the validity of if this is going to be a good get or not. Because if it was not a reaffirmation of what the woman was trying to do, but it was actually making him into a shliach lehalacha, he never got back to the isha, then it would be a magureshes. So therefore, what did Rab rule? Rab ruled the cholesterol means lechumra. We're going to see lechumra. This woman, if she had no children from this husband, and we can't say the get's a good get, so then the chumrah, in order for her to marry someone else, you can't rely on the get, she needs to get chalitza. And that the Mora points out, Lamemra, this seems to be saying, the Mesav Kalei Since Rav is not willing to say definitely that Holach is Keschi, because if you held that Holach for sure was Keschi, then there's no chalitza needed over here, as soon as the shliach took it. So therefore, but we have to look at perhaps that holach is not keschi, and he did override the kabbalah, and therefore we have to go, we have to, uh, we, we, it's a, it's a suffix, and lechumra we say that, what? That she needs a, a, a chalitza. Alright? So therefore the outcome of it is that we have to view it as if the get wasn't a good get because the possibility of whole of being kishi. Everybody with me? So more asks as follows. More wants to ask a contrast it to another ruling of Rab. Vaha Itmar, we know that Rab said a different ruling. The case over here is like this. Holoch mana leploni shani lo. Again, it's a holoch sugya. It's a holoch situation. Is that the debtor says to a shlia, I want you to take the money and go uh, for, uh, to the, for the creditor because I owe the creditor money. So here's $1,000. I'm giving it to the shliach. You should take it to the creditor. Now, under a normal circumstance, right, he says, listen, a credit, I owe the creditor $1,000. Here's $1,000. Take, take it to the creditor. So under normal circumstances, for sure, if something happens to the money on the way, right, the creditor says, you, you owe me a thousand dollars. I don't care what happened to the money because your debt is not considered paid up until... And I didn't tell you. If I were told you give it to the shliach, that's one thing. But I didn't tell you to trust the shliach. Something happens to it. Owners show you. It doesn't matter. I write. But, the, but under normal circumstances as well is that if a uh, creditor gives it to the shliach and says, go give this to the... The, I'm sorry, the debtor gives to, to the shliach and says, go give it to the creditor. And halfway, the, uh, uh, the, the debtor has a change of heart. You know what? I don't want to give it to him. I want to use that money now for something else, right? And in his mind, he's been vacal the shliach because he wants to retract the money. He would normally be able to do it because it doesn't become the, debtor, the, the creditor's money. Right. The problem over here is that he used the word holech. Now, he used the word holech. Now, let's discuss this for a moment. Now, for sure, if something happens, the fact that he used the word holech, if something happens to the money, he can't go to the creditor and says, well, I made him like a shliach with kabbalah, and then when something happens to the money, it's on you. Because you don't have a right to go ahead to the detriment of someone and say, oh, he was zolchet for you. No, he can't be zolchet for me to my detriment. So therefore, there's no question as to the, the, until it gets to the hands of the, the creditor, the debtor is still on the hook if something happens to money. The question is, he used the word holach. If holach means keschi, he's acknowledging the fact that you're accepting it on his behalf and I'm removing myself, then he would not be able to retract. 
He would not be able to retract once it gets to the hand of the shlich. And that's really the one asked now. We're going to ask this as a question, right? Because we just finished right now saying is that Rav wasn't sure whether you say holach is kashi or holach is not kashi. Whereas the gazva itmar holach manalaploi nishani chayavlo. So again, Ruvain, who is the debtor, says to the shliach, take holach manas. They take this the, this hundred zuz. On, on behalf of the creditor, on behalf of Shimon, because I owe him this money. So I'm a rab, chaybach The first ruling, leisman de poli, is that even though you use the word holech, doesn't matter. The bottom line, something happens to the money, Shimon still has a claim on that money from Ruvain. No question. However, but in Bolachzor, boy, if you want to retract, what's the din? So then ain't you're not able to retract. So therefore, the Chora, it seems from this fact, the fact that it's unequal, you cannot retract, that we're saying is as Holoch is Kishi. It seems clear from your Holoch is Kishi, because if Holoch was not Kishi, then you should be able to retract. We're saying, so therefore, how could you tell me from the case of where you need a get? In the, the, in the case of a get, which you need, where you need Chalitza, where there it's Mashmini Chalitza, because Holoch is not Kishi, Right? Or at least we're in doubt whether Holoch is Kishi or not. And here it seems unequivocally that Holoch is Kishi. Because say, no, you can't retract. And you can't retract. It's Mashma that Holoch is not, uh, that, um, that Holoch is Kishi. That Holoch is Kishi. That's why you can't retract. So there, but there it's Mashma Holoch is not Kishi. And here it's Mashma Holoch is Kishi. That's the one that's asking is a contradiction. It's one that says like this. It's not a, it's not a question. Really, in both cases, Rab is Mesuphic. But you've got, to, you've got to look at when there is a suffix by mammon, it's going to be difficult, dealt differently as when there is a suffix by iser. So in both cases, we're questioning whether holoch is kashi or not kashi. In the case of the iser, where there's a potential iser there, we have to go to chumra. And therefore, the chumra over there means the way we have to deal with the holoch is that holoch was lav kashi, the get wasn't a good get, and you need to go ahead and do chalitza because the, the outcome of not being careful in being machme in that case would end up that you might have a situation of an ashes ish, an erva. Right? That she, uh, not necessarily an Arab, I'm sorry, the husband's dead. But you have an Isra, at least an Isra, of that she's, uh, uh, of, of Yavamala Shuk. She wouldn't be able, so therefore, it's not, it's not an Arab, but it's a Yavamala Shuk Isra. So therefore, that's why we're Machmir over there, and we say Holach is not viewed as Kishi. Whereas over here, when it's a case of Suffolk, so we follow, usually the Allah is that if somebody is a Muqzak, so therefore we follow the Muqzak. In this case, who's the Muqzak on the money? Well, the debtor gave it over to... It's out of his hand. So therefore... So that's already a question that before I should deal with this, because the Chorah, why are you viewing it out of his hands? If the Shliach represents him, it should not be viewed out of his hands. But the more is it's out of his hands, and therefore to require the Shliach to go ahead and give it back to him, we don't go ahead and be Mechayev, because he already it's out of his hands, it's in the hands of the Shliach. That's, that's how the Gemara deals with it. It still needs a little bit of Eon, because why is that considered out of his hands if the Shliach is a representative of him? But let's see this inside. So Gemara says, Hasam Safek Mamoyna Lekula. Safek Mamoyna Lekula means we're going to be lenient on the Shliach, and the Shliach doesn't have to give it back, really, which is really on the, on helping out the debtor, the de- I'm sorry, the, the, the creditor gains. Because now he cannot retract from the deal. 
Right? But Hacha over here, Savik Yisur Lechumra, there's an Isser involved, and therefore we're forced to say, Holach is Lav Kishi, because if we don't say, Holach Kishi, you're then opening yourself up to the potential of an Isser of Yavama Lishuk. Let's go on. Okay. I'm a Rav. So Rav comes and says an interesting halacha. We're going to see what the ramifications are. Rav says as follows. Is that, let's say an husband made a shliach. Right? We'll see. It might even be with the husband himself. But let's say a husband made a shliach. Now that shliach is going to be a shliach lehalacha. Right? If the, the woman knows the husband made a shliach, Rav says is that a woman should not make her own shliach lekabalah to accept it from the shliach of the husband. Now the question is, why not? What's the problem with that, right? So what Rav is saying is that you should not have a situation where one shliach of the husband is giving the shliach to the shliach of the isha. So therefore, I say, ain't isha osa shliach lekabal get miyad shliach balo. So a woman should not make a shliach to take it from the shliach lebalo. Rather, what if the husband made a shliach, she should present herself to accept it and not make a shuya. So it's okay. Alright, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. It's okay. Now Rabbi Hanina says, uh, uh, I don't see any problem whatsoever. There's nothing wrong with an Isha make a shuya to accept it from the shuya of the husband. So he says, he says, he says, Rabbi disagrees. He says, Isha Oza Shliach, the Kabbalah get Niyad Shliach Baal. So we have here a machlokus of Rav and Rabbi Chanina. Rav says that a woman should not make a Shliach take it from the hand of the Shliach. And according to Rabbi Chanina, no problem, you can do it. So now let's understand Rav, right? Because Rabbi Chanina seems, why not? What's Rav? What's, what's the problem that Rav has? So one brings two explanations. I'm a, my time with the Rav. So when it says Ibai's Ema, one way you can explain it is as follows. We're concerned about the following thing. Is that the husband might, might view the fact that she's not willing to come herself. But he is, when he finds out that she sent a shliach, he might view that as a disparagement of him. Like she's saying, I'm, I'm not going to bother. I'm going to send my shliach. I'm not going myself. Okay, so what's the problem, right? The problem is that if he gets upset, what might he do? He might retract his get. So therefore, what, 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 what basically what Rob is saying in Eitz Tova over here, that she should not, don't send the shliach, because you're asking for trouble, and then what might happen, by the way, he might have retracted his shliach, and she doesn't know, and it, it, it could create all kinds of problems. So it's not even, it's not an Eitz Tova, he's saying it's an Easter. It's an Easter for her to make a shliach, to makabal the get from the shliach of the husband because we're worried about the husband might view that as disparagement and might end up being mavatal the shliach that he sent and create all kinds of problems. That's, that's, that's one explanation. So my time drop So Ibai's emishum bin the bomb. Now, Ibai's ema, or else you could say that really it's another issue. It's, it's like another exera for a different case. We had this earlier in the Masechka. Now, let, let me speak out the following situation. You tell me if a good get or not a good get. A, hus- a man wants to divorce his wife. Okay? Man has a buddy that lives next door. So he comes to the wife, knocks on her door, the, the Ruben comes knocks on his wife, and she's not around to get the get. He's got a buddy who lives nearby, and he says, well, I, I want to give her the get, and she's not around. He's not a problem. Put it down on my land. Put it on my land. And when she comes, I'll be machne, my chotzer, to her. Now it becomes her chatzar, so then she'll be cornered the gets on it, and she'll be megureshes. 
Good Gerishit or not a good Gerishit? Why not? Right. She's getting the get not from the husband, but he's getting the get from a, a party outside of the husband, that's not considered to be Megureshit. Now, it seems to me that was a problem back in the day. And they, now what, according to the second explanation, what Rob is concerned is people look at it as an Ebed as a Chatzar. People look at an Ebed, my Ebed is like my Chatzar. So therefore, if you allow one Ebed to give it to another Ebed, it looks like a Chatzar is being, it's going from one Chatzar to another Chatzar, people might get confused and think the case that I said would be a good get, exactly why it's exactly so similar, but nevertheless, because of that might create confusion, it's better not to have a Shliya give it to another Shliya, because then it might look like that this case of the Chatzar would be good, and therefore you shouldn't go ahead and do it. That is the reason, uh, that, that is the Ibois M, Mishum Chatzera, Baal Achimikan, because of a Chatzera that comes to her, it means given to her after the husband gave it, so therefore it looks similar, therefore they also to do, they are also to do it. So basically we have two reasons why a woman shouldn't make a shliach to accept the get from the shliach of the husband. One is because of the design of the husband, he might cancel his shlichus. Number two is, the reason is because it might look like the case of, of a chotza balami, of miyan acher, and that, and that would be a disqualified get, and they might think it's okay. Where's it? My benai. In the, in the interpretation of Rav, is there a difference with which svara is the valid svara? I'll tell you where the difference is going to be. Is that, let's say, she made, uh, the, 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 she made the shliach first. Now, when she made the shliach first, this is the way Raj explains it. When she made the shliach first, that doesn't seem in any way like the case of the, uh, the, the land being transformed first to the friend and then to her, because she, if, if the courtyard means it's her, she made the shliach first, and therefore it's like her courtyard is, it's hers before the get was given, and therefore it's not, if you're going to learn the problems of the case that looks like a chatzah balavachah, that wouldn't be problematic. However, nevertheless, in the case of the husband, if the husband hears that she's not willing to come herself, she made a shliach, it doesn't matter whether she made the shliach first or didn't make the shliach first, he still might be mocked and he still might either be chozer or, or retract on the shliach. So therefore, that svar would still kick in even if she made the shliach first. So therefore, so that's the she made the shliach first, that would be the difference between them. Okay, so basically we have a machlokas here between Rav and, and Rav Hanina. Rav, depending on whatever reason you want to go, holds not a good, not a good thing for a woman to make a shliach, to accept on the shliach of the husband. And according to uh, Rab Khanina, uh, and of course the other reason is because of it looks like Chotza and the, the, according to Rab Khanina, no problem at all. So Mora brings down the following, the following story. Okay. Ha'ahu Gavra, there was a certain person, the Shadr Gita Ladebisu, he sent a Shliach to deliver a get to his wife. Now what happened was the shliach showed up and found that she was in the middle of baking. So she's got like her elbows deep into a batter of dough. Alright. So she said to him the following thing. Very interesting. So the shliach said to her take your get. This is the get for you. So she said to him she said like this I, look 
So I'll tell you what. Be my shliach lekabalah and accept and hold on to it on my behalf and then I'll be megureshes. Right? So now lechora, this is similar to a case of her sending a shliach to accept it from the shliach of the husband. Just in this case, it's the same shliach. Right? So the question is, does that work or not? So Amar of Nachum and Im Isel the Rebbe that the Chora, if the Halacha would follow Rebbe Chanina, that we don't care about an Isha sending a Shliach to take it from the Shliach of the husband. So Avda Ba'uvda. So then the Chora, I would follow through. In this case, I would accept it as a as, as a fait accompli, and I would accept it as Megureshes. And if it would come to me, I would let her go marry. Someone else, but I just you have to determine if the halacha follows Rav Chanina. If the halacha follows Rav, then a shliach, she should not make a shliach. Like we can't allow such a thing to happen. So then it'll be a problem over here at Lachora as well. So Amalei Rava, Rava, when he heard Rav Nachman's ruling, he says like this: I disagree with you. Even if you hold like Rav Chanina. Which means that it's not a problem for an Isha to send a shliach to accept it from the... He said, that's when you're talking about there's two different people. The husband's shliach is giving it to the wife's shliach. That's not problematic. But here it could be problematic because we don't have... Here it's the same person. Well, what's the person's problem? Because we encountered this a number of times before in the Masechta that there is uh, one of the, the, the litmus tests to determine whether shlichus is a valid shliach is if after a person discharges his shlichus, can he go back and tell the husband, I did what you said I should do? Now, there is a, there are opinions before which we're going to discuss now, is that that only is effective if you're, the, if, if you're going back to the, to the husband, or you're going back to the person who sent you, still in the capacity of having been his shliach. Meaning, I did what you said as your shliach. But if you're telling me that the woman is able to change the shlichus of the husband, which was a shlich lahalacha, she's now able to say, I want to be a shlich lekabalah. If this shlich goes back to the husband and says, I did what you said you did, he's not going back as the shlich of the husband anymore. He would now be going back as the shlich. Therefore, that doesn't pass the litmus test of whether it's a good shlichus. So therefore, that's what Rav is saying, is that even if you hold like Rabbi Chanina, at least in Rabbi Chanina's case, when the shliach gave it over the shliach, he can go back, he's still the shliach of the husband. Here she's changing him to becoming her shliach. Maybe it doesn't work. That's the question he's asking. So, you're telling me that if you hold Rabbi Chanina, you would, you would pass in halacha that she can get remarried, that gets a good guess. Ah, the original shlichus doesn't go back to after, after he discharges what he did, doesn't go back as the shliach of the husband anymore. So therefore, I don't agree with you. So, let's go send this shayla to Ravami. Ravami was a dying in Eretz So, Ravami ruled like Robert said, that what? That it does, it, 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 which means that it would not be a good get. She does not have the, until she receives it herself, she would have to receive it in order for the get. You can't make him into a shliach with Kabbalah. Rav Chibar Abba Amar, Abba, when it was brought to him, the Shaila, he wasn't, he says, this needs contemplation. Not such a Pasha Shaila that right away you could say, not a good get. Right? I have to think about it. 
So I guess he didn't get back to them right away. So they sent another Shiloh. I mean, they sent again another Shiloh, asking the same Shiloh. And they sent the same Shiloh again. So Amar, so he said, How much longer are you going to keep asking me the same Shiloh? I told you already, ready, that I'm thinking about it. And the same way as you're asking the Shiloh, because you're a Suffolk, I'm also a Mesopotam. Just as you're a Mesopotam, I am a Mesopotam. Now, we don't tell exactly what the Suffolk is, but the Chora, I guess the Shaila is, does this violate the laws of agency because she, the, the, the Shlech can't go back? So therefore, that's the Shaila that is, un, that's not, that's, uh, uh, right. And, and, and what did Rabkhir rule at the answer? Rabkhir said like this, listen, I, we don't have a definitive ruling here. So again, we're dealing with this is Mamashadavar Shabba Erva. We're dealing with a situation over here because is she an Aishas Ish or is she not an Aishas Ish? Was it a good get or not? But Davar Shabba Erva Choletas. And therefore, since it's a Davar Shabba Erva, therefore, we can't look at the get as have been 100% a good get. And therefore, if subsequent to this situation happening, the husband will die. Now you have to throw in the caveat, and she never got the get from the shliach. Because again, if she receives the get from the shliach, then it's okay, because the bottom line is, even if it doesn't work, because she can't make him into a shliach with kabbalah, then the shliach was the shliach. So therefore like this. But it comes out, bottom line is, that since the davar shabbat erva, and therefore the husband were to die, and there's no children, you can't look at the get as being a good get, and you would need to do chalitza. Have a there was a case, this is this type of a case, for Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak, Bar Shmuel, Bar Marta, get the chalitza. He required a get, and it seems like they're both a get and chalitza. So Gmar says, Tarti, those are contradictory. If you if you lie, if, 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 if you need a get, then you give the get, and the chorah you should not need the chalitza, right? Gmar says like this, Tarti did both. Gmar says, no. What he ruled was, as long as the husband was alive, then the way to fix it was, let the husband write another get. But if the husband dies before he writes the second get, then you should go ahead, the chalitza after Misa, then you should go ahead and do the chalitza after Misa. Okay, let's go back to him. We have a situation over here, Marvin's brings down an interesting case. The situation was that there was a woman and her name was Nafosa. So her name was Nafosa, and let's just, there's, there's a discussion here in the, in the Mephoshim how to learn this case exactly. Let's try to keep it simple. The husband instructed the, uh, the, 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 the agent, I want you to write the get and deliver this get to her. That was the instruction. So either the husband is required to actually write it himself, have people write it for him, or give the instruction that it be written. But anyway, the husband gave the instruction write the get, and then deliver the get. Now what happened was, so, Azul Sadi, the witnesses went, Kosov Tafosa, and they wrote, they misspelled. They misspelled the get. Now obviously you cannot discharge, they cannot go and, and give her that get. That would not be a good get. The question is as follows. Do they need to go back to the husband, to, to, to the husband, to get a new agency, a new, uh, uh, a new uh, set of instructions all can they say is he already instructed us to do it and therefore bottom line is we can just do it again 
Or does it need a new set of instructions in order to make it? I mean, maybe maybe that the agency's exp- has, has, has been discharged. It's done. You can't, he already gave it, you did it. Okay, you did it wrong. That's tough luck. But now you need to go back to the husband. Or no, that agency is still open and you can go ahead and do it without going back to the husband. That was the question. So now, so what is it like this? I'm Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Shmuel, Bar Marta, Mishmei, the Rav, Asu Eidim Shlichusan, the Eidim did their, they fulfilled their Shlichus, they destroyed their Shlichus, even though they eroded it incorrectly, but therefore, if they want to write a new Get they need first instruction from the husband. They're not empowered to do it unless they get the instruction. So Moskvile Rabba. So Rabba said, I don't agree with that. Why? Kasuvu uh was the instruction Ksuvu Go write a piece of pottery. Go write a shard and give her. He never said go write a shard. He said go write a get. What you basically did by putting the note with the wrong name. You wrote a shorn, it wasn't a get. Therefore, you can't say the agency has been discharged. If the agency hasn't been discharged, then what? Then of course they can go ahead and rewrite it, right? So therefore, that he says, so therefore, I'm a rabbi. So rabbi says, for sure, and that's not the ruling. Vada'i ikos of sadigiti, so he says like this. So that for sure is not a problem. The problem would be is like this. What happens is, let's say they wrote the right thing. It means they have a living a get that's willing to be given, and before they could give it to her, they lost it. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, can they go back and write it again? Because you could, uh, the way I understand the Shiloh is like this: they have two instructions. They have two instructions. They have write the get and deliver the get. Now the question is, is that all one instruction? Or is that viewed as two separate instructions? If you view it as two separate instructions, they fulfilled, they discharged the first one, they wrote a kosher get. Now the only thing is, they haven't fulfilled the second one, but that doesn't allow them to go back and write it again. To go back and write it again, they need new instruction. But if you view this as all one set of instructions, they didn't fulfill it, because the instruction needs to be write it and deliver it. You didn't deliver it. Therefore, if something happens that you can't deliver it, you can go back and start again without having to go back to the husband. So that's what, that's the shayla that Rabbi says. So, Elam HaRabba Vana Ikos of Sadi Gita that for sure if they, uh, Edim wrote the get, Ma'alyo, for Avad, so he says like this, I hold that, in the Asushtah, I hold that that should be viewed, that's the case. I mean, if they didn't write a kosher star, then they didn't discharge their obligation. They can go back and write again. But let's say they wrote a kosher star and something else impeded them delivering. They lost it. Then, then I view that as two separate agencies. And since it's two separate agencies, what they did was discharged. And therefore what? They need another seaboy to go ahead and write it again. Muscular of Nachman. Of Nachman, I don't see it that way. The Chorah, if it's true, there was two sets of instruction here. Write it and deliver it. But the whole point of the writing is deliver it. And therefore, if it was written and now it cannot be delivered because you lost it, then the writing itself is not fulfilled. Because the purpose of the writing is to, uh, is, is, is to uh, uh, at the end, culminate with delivery. This did not culminate with delivery. And therefore, they can write it again, according to uh, Rav Nachman, even without... Go back to the another tzivah. Correct. So Mika Amar Kasuva and Chuba Kesayu. Did he say write it, leave it in your pocket? He didn't say write it, and leave it in your pocket. He said write it. That's one agency. All right. Ella Amar Rav Nachman. 
I disagree with you. If for some reason this get was not did not culminate in a successful delivery, it's considered the agency wasn't fulfilled, and they can go back a hundred times and write it over. Okay. So boy me nay rubber me Rubber asked the following question. He said, uh, what happens in the following? Let's say agents were told, I want you to write it, Kislu, but not deliver it to the Isha. Deliver it to another agent of mine. I mean, I have two agents. I am giving you, I'm charging you with, uh, with, with writing and delivery, but not delivery to the Isha. What he said was, write it and deliver it to a different agent that I have, and he will make sure that it gets to the Isha, alright? So now what's the Shiloh over here? Let's say the second agent lost it. Now, they, Lechora, did what they had to do. Why did they do what they had to do? They wrote it, delivered it to the second agent, and he lost it. So now, if the second agent comes back to them, I lost it, would you write it again? Now, Lechora, you could argue, in this case, they need to go back and get new instruction. Or, maybe the child is like this. The, really what he's saying is, you guys could write and you could deliver it. I'm, I want to help you out, okay? I don't want you to have to schlep all the way back to New York. This guy's leaving to New York. Therefore, I'm going to make it easy. Instead of you guys delivering it to the woman, I'm going to let you give it to him and let him deliver it. But Lamai said, you guys want to deliver it yourself, go ahead and do it. And if you learn that way, then the write and delivery has not culminated yet. He just gave them a way of being able to go. And therefore, maybe in this case, they could go back and write it. That's the Shiloh. The question is, the fact that he said, give it to a second agent, does that terminate their agency? Or is just making it easier for them and therefore their agency is not giving the term, has not been terminated until it culminates with it being given to the Isha. That's the Shiloh here. So, boy, mahu. Alright, so look at Salik Lahu. Does the husband remove them or withdraw them from the agency once they do what? Once they give it to the second Shaliyah. He's just concerned about them having to, he's trying to save them the effort, he's trying to save them the bother of going and doing it themselves. But Lamai said it's not a withdrawal of their Shlichus and they could go ahead and ride without permission. Now, the Gemara doesn't answer that exactly, but the Gemara throws in another thing. What happens if in his instruction, he said like this, Let's say the case was, you told the first agent, you said, I want you to write it, and I want you to give it to the Shliach. That was the case. And, and he threw in, and he will take it to her. Now, you don't have to say he will take it to her. Obviously, it's understood. But if I'm telling you, give it to the first shliach, uh, you write it and deliver it to the second shliach, why am I telling you to write the second shliach? He will take it. So what are you throwing in those words and he will take it to her? Now, the way Rashi explains it is like this. The way Rashi explains this, do we say the fact that he threw that in, means even if you tell me, under normal circumstances, the shliachas has been withdrawn. Once you give it to the shliach, the second shliach, Shlich has been withdrawn, they need permission to write it again, the second Shlich lost it. But if they were given that extra word, and he will give it to her, he's making it clear, I'm only doing this to facilitate that it should be able to get to her. Which means that if you guys wanted to give it to her, you could go ahead and do it as well. And, and, and therefore, I'm not withdrawing my Shlich. means by adding, and he will give it to her, maybe you're going to be... 
maybe, no, maybe he's actually just saying, I'm, I'm t- the only reason I'm doing it is to make it easier for you. That's how, that's how Raj explains this. Do we say that by throwing in words that were not necessary, obviously he's going to give it to her. But I'm just doing this. I'm just doing this to make it easier for you guys so he can give it to her. But if that's all he's doing, and that's why, then it makes it all one shlichus until it gets to her hand. Therefore, they wouldn't need permission to go ahead and write it again. That's how Rashi explains the two starting of the Shiloh. So he wants to take it's unresolved. We don't have a clear just, uh, uh, understanding over here. Does the, the, does, is the second shlichus uh, terminate the first lichus, or is just making it easier for them, and therefore the matter is unresolved. Let's go back to it. We learned at the end of the Mishnah that if a woman says, uh, uh, I made your shliach le kabbalah, and the husband, without changing the shliach, just hands it to the shliach, at that point she's magureshes, because the shliach now functions as the shliach le kabbalah, and since it's from the Shlech Kabbalah, and it wasn't changed to be a Shlech Malach, it's Megureshes. So he added, even without saying Hikskabalti, if she just says, Toli Giti, take my get for me, that's also a valid way of making him a Shlech Kabbalah. Now, Imrod Salav Zoloyapsan, therefore the husband, he wants to retract, once he gave you the Shlech, cannot retract. Tanrabon, the Brisa adds a few more cases. Toli, the Toli, like the case of our Mishnah, take it for me, or Sali, or Sali means lift it for me, or Yehei li biyodeh, or let my get be in your hands for me. Kulan Lashon Kabbalah, and all three of those expressions are Shliach le Kabbalah, and if they're Shliach le Kabbalah, then the husband, if he gives it unequivocally to the Shliach without changing it, that would end up being a Megureshah right away. Let's go to the next Mishnah. If a woman made a shliach le there's going to be after two groups of Adam are going to have to testify in order for the get to be a good get from the, in the hands of the shliach le that she's Megureshah, there's going to be two sets of testimonies needed. The first testimony, you need to aid him to testify that she made this guy into a shleich le kabola. So again, can we finish? So Mark says, to aid him that show up and say that this was made a shleich le kabola. That's the first thing. And Shnaim Shaomrim Befonai Kibel the Kara. We'll have to see why you have to have torn. And there's another two that are testifying that the husband gave it to the Shlech Le Kabbalah under the guise that he's a Shlech Le Kabbalah and that he tore it up. So therefore, uh, there, you have to have two testimonies over here. You have to have a testimony that she made the person into a Shlech Le Kabbalah and number two, that the husband gave it to the Shlech Le Kabbalah we'll see why as well and, that he, and, that, and, the, and the Shlech tore it up. Now, they don't have to be two sets of Adem. Even the first two could also be the second two. The Adem that said that it is, that, 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 that she made him a Shlech Le Kabbalah could also be the same Adem that said that the husband gave it to him. Or you could have one Shlech, one aid, which was, uh, was only there for the, 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 the first testimony, and one aid was there for the second testimony, and they 
have a, an aid mesutav, and there's a third one that was there for both. And then and there's one that joins with them. Why we need the aid and all those questions? Let's wait for the Gemara. We'll get to that as well. We'll get to that. We'll get to that, gentlemen. All right, itmar. Baal Omer Lepikodon Veshlish Omer Legerishin You have an interesting question over here. A third party has a get in his hand. Has a get. And he uh, he claims that the woman made me a shliach lekabolo, And therefore when the husband gave it to me the Isha is Megureshes. The husband says what are you talking about? I only gave you that Get for safekeeping. Oh. I hadn't made up my mind yet. I was like, a, I was wasn't sure yet. But that get wasn't given for divorce purposes. It was given for safe purposes. Who is believed? Is the shlish? Is the third party believed, or is the husband believed? Rashi learns that he says I was a shlish lekabbalah. So that's not just whether he gave it or not. Even if he's receiving on it, it's going to make an afkamina over here, whether he's magoreshes or not. What's the din? The, the, what? The shlish gave it. The shlish doesn't have to give it. The shlish is oh. uh, saying it was done as a shlish lekabbalah. Yes. Right. Was this shlish so reported by the wife or just? We don't know all the details. Let us see. So, Mami Neman, who is believed over here? So, Ravuna Amar Baal Neman, the husband is believed to say that it was not a forgiven for divorce purpose. It was only given for safeguarding. Guarding. For Rav Chista, not like Shmuel Laulacha. He wasn't. He was not saying Shmuel Laulacha. He's saying I was giving for Pikadon. He said. For Rav Chista Amar Shlish Neman. He says no. The Shlish is believed to say that I was given to me for the purposes of divorce, and the Chorah should be Megurashes. So now Rav Huna Amar Bal Neman. He says, what's the svara? Very interesting svara. He says, why is the husband believed? Because if the husband wanted to divorce her, he didn't have to put it in the hands of a third party. He would have just given it directly. The fact that he put it in the hands of a third party lends credence to his claim that what? For safeguarding. For safeguarding, it wasn't done. Now, Rashi says they have to be living in the same city. Obviously, if they're not in the same city, you can't have this as a time. But they're right there. She's next door. Why didn't you just give it to her? Must be it's because. That's what Rob... That's what Rav says. Because if he meant to give it for Gerushin purposes, he would have given it directly to her. And therefore, Ravuna says, it's, he's believed to say it was for Bikodin. What does Rav Chista hold? He says, Why? Now, let's listen to the Hezber, the Achronim Gim. They say it's like this. I know, I'm the husband. I know that any time I have a get written and I'm entrusting it in the hands of a third person, that's a tremendous, tremendous level of trust. Because that third person turns around and hands it uh-huh. to the Isha. Right. She can claim Megureshes. So obviously it means that I have a full trust in this individual, knowing that he could turn it and give it. So therefore... It, therefore, it says, uh, there was different ways of saying this, but therefore, Rav Chista holds is that when I gave it to him, even though I gave it to him, let's say as I said, for entrusting him to watch it, I also have to have in mind that he might turn around and give, and give it to her. And therefore, when I give it to him, we believe him right. that that is, because that's one of the scenarios that had to cross my mind when I trusted the guy. Therefore, we believe the, the, uh, 
The shlish to say that it was forget for it was a get. That when you've entrusted a third party, it's basically we accept on the fact that you're entrusting him for whatever he says that might be, because you know all the scenarios that might end up happening. You're still giving it to him, so therefore that means that that scenario is included in one of the reasons of why you're entrusting it with the person. Okay. Now, says him more like this. So he says that, uh, so Rav Chisa says, Amashlish Neman Ta'ahimne, because you've entrusted, you gave him that trust to be able to be able to do with it whatever you know, all the different scenarios that might happen. So must have Rav Abba. So Rav Abba asked a question from a Bryce. Again, these are Amoroyim, so they can't argue with the Bryce. What does the Bryce say? It says, Hodaz Baldin Kamea Adim. If a person te- uh, uh, states something concerning himself that would cause him financial loss, he make I am higher to Reuven a thousand dollars, right? His admission and a self admission right. concerning oneself has the same status of a hundred Adam testifying. It's uh, it's even more than that. It's more powerful than Adam's against you. Self incrimination financially is considered to be even stronger than Adam testifying against you. All right. Now, that's one thing he said. What's the second thing? He said, Vashish Neman Mishneyem. The Shlish is believed over both litigants. What does that mean? Kach. Let's say litigant A says that you get, I only gave you the money to watch. And litigant B says, he says that, uh, no, you were given the money to give to me. Alright, so you have two people arguing about the money that's in the hands of a shlish. What's the din? So the shlish is neman mishneam. Whatever the shlish says, that's what you do. So the Zen is Azel Merkach, Azel Merkach, and Shlish Neman, the Shlish is believed. Lechora, what do we see over here? That when you entrust something in the hands of a Shlish, the Shlish is Neman. So this is a Kasha on Ravuna, because Ravuna said, is the Baal is Neman. So what's the difference? Rashi explains like this. Is that Mamon, even if I gave it to the Shlish, for reason A, I gave it him to watch. I didn't give him to him to give it to the third to, to the to the other litigant. But I could be Michael. My money, I can change my mind. I can say, you know what, Zolzain. I can change why I gave it to him, and therefore it could be, I could be Michael. Fine, I let him keep it. I have that capacity by moment. So therefore, we say that's why the shlish in the case where the shlish is Naman, because when you give it to the shlish, even if your thought was thought A, you can change it to become thought B. It's not a problem. Definitely he says, right. but you can't say that by get. Get's not by mechila. If you gave the get to be a picadon, right. you can't say okay, then let it be good, whatever. It doesn't work like that by a get. So he's there, there like this. He says, mamon mechila. You can't do that by mamon. So now, but I so what? That's a good tina. So what? Did Rav Chista hold? Rav Chista say that you had in mind not just because, and as we said this morning before, when you gave it, you had in mind for Gerushin as well. That's why it could work. But that's the Machlokas. Frek the Gemara, but the Brisa you're saying is like this. The Gemara is when it says that he's Naaman, it's only for a moment. Bahatanya, but the Brisa says, Vachain Legitin, that the Shlish is Naaman, Vachain Legitin. 
answers the Gemara, Gitin Mamon. When it says a Chain Legitin, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean Gitin. It means IOUs, financial documents, that if you hand it over to the Shlish, the Shlish, the Shlish, the Shlish is never the same reason because Mamon is by Mechila. Frek the Gemara, I, Vahatan, Yerachain Lestaros. We have the Brides that says, Vahain Lestaros. So you can't say Gitin means Gitin Mamon, because then what's the difference between Gitin Mamon and Staros? Says the Gemara, that's not a question. It's a separate brisa. One brisa says v'chein legitin, and one brisa said v'chein lestaros. So therefore, you can't ask. So that's staros, and that must be gitin. No, the Tana expressed himself as two different uh, brisas. In one place, he talks about financial documents. He calls it gitin. In the other place, he calls it. If it would be in one brisa, v'chein legitin, v'chein lestaros, you can ask as a kasha. But it's in two separate brisas. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Midi gabe hadali tanya. Were they written together? They're not written together. Lechora, that since they're not written together, you can't ask it as a kasha. Tanan. We learned in our Mishnah. Ha'isa sha'amra. Hiskaba ligiti kite edim. You need to have two sets of testimony to say that, that the shlich lekabola is going to be a good get. Lechora, shnayim sha'amra fana amra, v'shnayim sha'amra fana kibel v'kora. Frag the Gemara va'amai. Doesn't this shlech? Doesn't the shlech Kabbalah act as a shlish? Is a third party, and the chora if a third party should be believed. So then, why wouldn't he be believed over here? The chora amai lehemner leshlish. Let them not be believed. That why can't he not be believed as a shlish? Now Rashi explains that there's two questions over here. There's two questions. We'll start with it. The one question is the chora. Why do you need the first testimony? The first testimony to say that he was made a shliach lekabolah. The Rashi says that's a, he's got a strong believability. Believe him that he's a shliach lekabolah because. If, if he wanted to make her Megoreshes, then why would he lie? All he needs to do is give it to her. So the Chari has a Migu. So therefore, why do you need Adam to say that he was made a Shlech Lekabola? Lechora, believe him, he's a Lekabola. Because if he wants to be divorced, he would have just handed her. So the, first, that's why you, the question is, why do you need the first set of Adam? The question is, why do you need the second set of Adam that the husband gave it to him? Again, why do you need the case that the husband, the Adam Selah, that the husband gave it to him to be the Shlech Lekabola? Lechora just said, the fact that he himself agreed, agreed, the husband agreed that he should be the shlicha. Just say that he himself is saying it, and he should be Nehman. Now, the Rishonim explained this is a kasha on both Rav Huna and Rav Chista, because Rav Huna was only disagreeing when the husband said it was for Vikodon. Our Mishnah doesn't show that the husband's disagreeing. Even when the husband's not disagreeing, we're saying you require this. So there's a kasha on everybody. Why do you need to have Adim just believe the shlish? Sigmar so says like this. Is that what are you telling me? He is believed when he has the sh- the, the, the the get because he has a migu. What's his migu? If he really hadn't been appointed as a shliach lekabala, what would he have done? He could have just given it to her, right? The, the shlish. Someone says he can't give it to her because he tore it up. Once you tore it up, you can't use it as evidence anymore. She can't say, oh, look, I got this get given. A torn get doesn't create the, the, the get for her. So Mamela takes away the migu. So therefore, we understand on the back end, I mean, on the front end, says the more why you need the testimony because the shlish's whole the, the shlish's believability is holding on to the get. But if he's not holding on to it or it's not intact, he doesn't have the believability 
to say that uh, that that he was made a shliach lekabol because he could have given it to her. He can't give it to her anymore. So Gemara says like this. So Gemara says he can't say he's got the believability because does he have this get under his hands anymore? It's torn up. He doesn't have it in, under intact in his hands anymore. So Gemara says fine. I understand that that's why he hasn't had this migu, and therefore you need to have specifically aid him to say that he was made into a shliach Kabbalah. But on the uh, on, on the back end, where the husband is agreeing, the husband's not even den- denying. The husband is saying, "Yeah, I might have given the shliach to him. They they made a made a shliach Kabbalah. and he had it and he tore it up." Okay, so why over there do you need to have Adam that testify that he received it? Why on the back end do you need the Adam? So when Tainach Amro, I understand when I understand when she says he may I made him a shlicha kabola that you need it, but kibel. But when he receives it from the husband, Lamali, why do I need the Adam? So Amara Amarava. Hamani, Rabbi Lazar, he. This takes us back to Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar. Was Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar? What was Rabbi Lazar? Rabbi Lazar held that mina Torah ate a mesirekarti. That what executes the get mina Torah is the husband's. The Adam testifying the husband's delivery of the get, the husband giving of the get. So Memela, even if you have Adam that there's a shliach, that he was made into a shliach le Kabbalah, you still need to have Adam that the shliach le Kabbalah received it from the husband, because that's what's executing the get. So it's nothing to do with the nemonis. It doesn't help. The nemonis alone doesn't help. It has to do with the Adam seeing it happen. That's why you need on the back end the Adam. So that's the shot over here. So Hamani Rabbi Lazar, the Amar Adam is Sirekarti. Says the Gemara, fine. Why do they have to testify he tore it up? It says that he got it and he tore it up. Why do they have to tear it up? Karal Amali, why is it have to be torn up? So one says, Amar of Yehuda, Amar Rab, Ashmad Shonu. That this was talking about a particular time in Jewish history where the Goyim were, uh, made it a capital offense to do mitzvahs. And if they would find a get lying around intact, then they would see that Jews are still doing the mitzvah of Gerushin. So as soon as it was done, they would tear it up in order that they should not put anybody in danger. That's why they would have to tear it up. So he says, and that's why it needs to be torn. Is the same as Shemad Yeah, Shemad means that there's a Xera to decimate Jews, to forbidding Jews from doing the mitzvahs. So that's what i I'm a rabbi. So Rabbi comes along and says like this, that even though we had a machlokis that whether or not the shlish is believed, right? The, uh, Rav Huna said that the, 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 the shlish is not believed, but says Rabbi, Moide Rav Huna, Rav Huna will agree, di amra ihi lidi di amar li shlish de lagerushinyahavenehole mehemna. So he says something which is difficult to understand. But what Rabbi says that Rav Huna would agree, even though if the husband says, I gave it to you as a picodon, and the shlish says that it was given to me in order to receive it on behalf of the woman as a get. If the woman says the shlish told me that the husband gave it to her to him as a as a as a get, then the shlish will believe, be believed. 
Sigmar says, that makes no sense. If the shlish, or who knows, the shlish on his own is not believed, how does the woman say, yeah, yeah, I corroborate, that, that, that doesn't help. How does that help? Sigmar says like this, me is it possible to shlish gufei lo mehemne, the shlish on his own is not believed. The ihi, and she comes along and says, oh, the husband gave it to the shlish as a, for, for purpose of get. Now he, now, now we're gonna believe that it is a get. So when I say it like this, so obviously that's not exactly what Rabba was trying to say. So what was right? So when I say like this, there's no hodas baldin, but who's the baldin? The husband is the baldin. So ella i amra kamoi didi legerishin yahave nahale mehemno. She's saying is I was there. She's saying, I was there when the husband gave it to the shlish. That's different than saying that the shlish told me. The shlish telling me, when it makes no difference, the shlish saying it himself. It doesn't work when the shlish said it himself, so it doesn't work when the shlish, she says the shlish told me. But if she's saying, I was present when the husband gave it, that over there creates a nemonis. Why, though? Why? Someone says, because she has a migu. What's the migu? Is she's saying is, listen, believe me, that I was there. See, for her to say, believe me that the Shlish said it doesn't help anymore because whether the Shlish, whether Shlish told her that or didn't tell her that, we don't believe the Shlish. Yeah, yeah. But if she's there and says, I saw the husband give it to the Shlish as a get, she has a migu because she could have just said that the husband gave it to me. Since she could have just said the husband gave it to me, so therefore she's believed to say that he gave it to the shlish as a, for, for, for a get. She wanted to lie. She says he gave it to me. Says the Gemara like this. Says the Gemara. Gemara says, amra kamai didi legerushin yahaveh before me, in front of me. It was given for the sake of gerushin. Mehemna, she is believed. Migu di'iboy amra ledido yahaveh neholeh. That it was given to her. She could have just said it was given to me for Gerishin. She could have taken it from the Shlish and said, I had it. It was given to me by the husband. So therefore we believe that she's not lying. And in such a case, that, sh- that, that there is a believability that it was given to the Shlish for purpose of Gerishin. All right. Says the Gemara like this. So that's what she could have said. The Now, let's set up a new case. Baal Amar Gerishin. The Baal says, I gave it to the Shlish. I made the Shlish my Shlish Lahulacha. We'll see it so much specific. He says, I made the shlich a shlich lolocha, uh, to, to be megarish my wife. Shlish amar omer legerishin. The shlish corroborates it. He says, yes, the husband gave me the get to be a shlich lolocha. He omeres, and she says, nasan li, that the shlish gave it to me. So God, so we asked her, well, if the shlish gave it to you, where is the get? She says, Avad, but I don't have it, but I want to marry someone else now. So the husband is saying it was given for get purposes to the shlish. Shlish is saying the husband gave it to me for get purposes and I gave it to the Isha. Isha is saying is the shlish gave it to me for get purposes, but I lost it. What's the halacha? So I'm Rav Yechanan. Have a davar shebe'erva. It's still considered to be a davar shebe'erva. Ve'ain davar shebe'erva pachas mishnayim, and you have to have two corroborating witnesses that they saw this being given to her, that they see that there was an intact get. Otherwise, we cannot say that she's megureshes. Okay, now we're talking about specifically over here, where it was a uh, a a a. a 
a get lehalacha. So she had had to have received. That's why her she doesn't have it right now. We need to know that she got it from the shlish. But we don't have proof that she got it from the shlish because she, she lost it. So says the Gemara lecharava amai. Why why should this be problematic over here? Lehemne leshlish lechora the shlish should be believed. Right? And here, the Shlish should be believed even according to Rav Huna because it's been corroborated by the husband. Right? So Mora says, no. The normal, the normal case where we say Shlish is believed where he has the, he has the get in his hand. Where he has the get in his hand, he could have just said, listen, I want to lie. I could have just handed it to her. But that's where the get's intact. He can't say that anymore. Why? Because right. he doesn't have it anymore. So when it says like this, does he have it in his hand? He doesn't have it in his hand anymore. Former says, fine. But it's true he doesn't have it in his hand. But we should believe that he had it in his hand. Why should we believe he had it in his hand? Because the husband is telling us that he gave it to Does he have it on his hand who could believe him? Says more fine, but lehemne lebal. We know there is a rule that if a husband says, I divorced my wife, he's believed to say divorce his wife. We're not going to mess up a wife and make her into a, especially if she's corroborating, saying, and, and so, so therefore, the husband is, what's that? That's more like a Hodas Baldin, whatever the, the, the believability is there. But Lechora, it's Biyado, he can just divorce her now. It's, he could do it anyway. So you believe it because he could go ahead and do it now if he wanted to. Says the Gemara, yes, but he can't testify that the, there's one part that he can't, he can testify that he gave it to the Shlish. We believe you, you gave it to the Shlish. Well, we can't use the husband for is for what? Yeah. To say that the Shlish gave it to the Isha. That's the problem over here. So when it says like this, Mika Amar Girashti, he's not saying over here, I divorced my wife. If he says, I divorced my wife directly, we believe him. But what he's saying over here, and we believe him, what he's saying is, I gave it to the Shlish. So therefore, our problem is over here, the husband's believed he gave it to the Shlish, but the Shlish has lost his tool of believability. Why is the Shlish no longer have a tool? Because he doesn't have it anymore. So says the Gemara, but do we have another presumption, there's a legal presumption that a Shlich does a Shlich. There's a rule. We're going to see it as halachic implications. So you believe the husband that he gave it to the shliach. Now the question is, did the shliach give it to the isha? Use the chazaka that what? Shliach oz shlichuso. Beleim a chazaka shliach oz shlichuso. How do I know that there is such a chazaka? The Amar Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak said an unbelievable case. Rabbi Yitzchak, let's say the case outside. The case was that a a, a, a person appointed a shliach and said, listen. Go find me a wife. I'm, I, 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 I trust your discretion. I'm appointing you that whoever you find for me to marry, marry. The guy goes and three months later we find out the guy had a heart attack and died. Rabbi Yitzchak rules that the husband, that the person who sent the shliach, unless he has evidence to who the shliach married him off, he's not allowed to marry any woman in the world. Why? Because any woman in the world could be one of the Arias, could be one of the close relatives of the woman that he might have married to. How do you know he married someone off? So if you have a why not rely on it here that the Shliya Shlish gave it to the Isha and that she lost it and she's still Mugureshis. He didn't say any particular woman. I rely, I rely on your discretion. And the shliach died. 
Oster b'chol anashim shiva olim is also to marry any woman in the world. Chazaka shliach oser tzikluza because there is such a chazaka. So why don't we apply it over here? Says the Gemara, this chazaka that shliach oser tzikluza, we only use it for a stringency. We can't rely on it for a leniency. So to say that you oser b'chol anashim shiva olim, we can do that. But to say that now she's megaresh, she's no longer an ashes ish, we won't use that chazaka for. So ani mila lechum rabba lekula loy, but for a leniency we cannot use it. Says the Gemara. Why don't we believe the woman that she's Megoresha is based on the teaching of Rav Amnuna? Rav Amnuna. If a husband looks the, if a woman looks the husband in the eye and she says, You divorced me, even if the husband is saying, No, I did not, she's believed. Why? Because there is a chazaka that ain't isha nemenas. Because chazaka is a presumption, ain't isha meiza panev if they bala. A woman will not lie, will not have the audacity to lie before her husband on sudden such a great lie to say that megureshes if she's not megureshes. So lechora believe her that the shlish gave her the get. Because she's saying that she's megoreshes and she would not create such a bald-faced lie in front of her husband. So it's interesting because I could have thought a very simple answer. That's maybe where the husband knows that she's not telling the truth. In this case, really, the husband is not aware of whether she's telling the truth or not because the husband only knows that was given. But the Mara gives a different terrets. Mara says like this, when do we say that a woman is not willing to lie, has, does not have the audacity, that is when she's being contradicted by the husband. Or there's no one supporting her. Here, everybody's supporting her. The husband is saying, I gave it for a get. The shliach saying, so here, even if she didn't get it, Meiza, she will have the chutzpah and the audacity to lie. So that's why we cannot rely on the chazaka of Ein Isha Meiza of Nebala. Hanami That's only when no one is supporting her will do we give her that chazaka. But where there is support, so then Meiza, uh, Meiza, she will uh, have the audacity and, and not and to lie and, and we cannot rely on a legal presumption that she's telling the truth.